welcome back to the Eras of God. We are so excited to be starting this journey again with you yes. today. I'm Pastor Megan. And I'm Pastor Paige. And we're going to just dive right into yes. the debut era. Yes, yes. So we are back at the beginning with debut. Um. You know, we mentioned last week or two weeks ago in our introduction that both of us were a little bit like, oh, yeah, debut again. Uh-huh. And it isn't that we dislike the album. No, it's just very young. She's so and so country. Yes. Right? And she doesn't sound like Taylor. She, right. She did some vocal training after mm-hmm. that. I think, um, I mean, I think it's even after Speak Now. Yeah. She did like, that. Like Fearless Speak Now was when she did it but Mm -hmm. so to give you just if this is your first time listening to us Mm -hmm. we want to we always start each episode telling you a little bit about the era Mm -hmm. so this is her debut era taylor swift in all of her beginning glory so these are the years 2006 to 2009 Mm -hmm. and the color there is a color that goes with each era is green but like sort of like a teal seafoam blue green Right. Type of green going on. Yeah. So, sort so of yeah. a muted green color. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very pastel very young. Right. I mean, so <clears throat> she was born in 1989, right? Mm-hmm. So this album represents the time she was 17 to the time that she was 20. Yeah. And what a time to have your journal essentially published, yes. right? Yes. Like to everyone to hear it. And, um, as we think about this and relationship to God, uh, we're starting at some of the earliest writings about mm-hmm. God, right? Yes. So the Bible, I think we mentioned this before, but I'll probably repeat it in every episode, mm-hmm. is uh, people working out their understanding of who God is. Mm-hmm. And so we're also going to take our Taylor Swift lyrics mm-hmm. and see, are there any on a particular album that describe who we think God is. Yeah. So we'll start there. Megan, what um, verse or lines um, did you feel like describes God for you? For me. So yeah. So I thought of when I started my relationship with God. Okay. Um, And that's how I think I'm going to think of each album is what was my relationship with God during this album? Oh, okay. Or um, at this age, you know, because 2006... 2009, I was not even close to being in ministry yet. Right. Um, was still in college um, and still very young in my faith. Right. I was in my early 20s. Um, so that's how I looked at it is, you know, my relationship with God at that point was very young. Okay. It was very much, you know, still very new. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'd been a Christian my whole life, but it was still very, this is new to me. And, you know, figuring out who I am right. in college as a person of faith. And that was something you didn't talk about. Right. You know, so the song that is, I kept hearing it the last week, a couple of weeks was A Place in the World. Okay. Um, specifically the lines, I don't know what I want, so don't ask me because I'm still trying to figure it out. Don't know what's down this road. I'm just walking. And then part of the chorus is, I'll be strong. I'll be wrong. But I'm just a girl trying to find a place in Mm. this world. And I think that's 
very true of who I was at that time. It's, I don't know what I'm going to do with this degree. Right. I, it's, you know, I have a dream of what I think it's going to do, but I'm still trying to figure it out because I'm 24, but I'm going to be strong. I'm going to get this super wrong, <laughs> but I'm just someone trying to find their place in this world and, you know, know that God's going to be walking alongside okay. me in that. So that's how I All right. did it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what about you? Um. So my verse is a little snarky because yeah. I'm a little snarky. Um, and I was thinking more about who I understand God to be even mm-hmm. now. And so what verses kind of made me think about yeah. um, who God is and how God responds to us. Mm-hmm. And so Mary's song yeah. really struck me in that. Um, and so there were two lines that just as I heard them, I was like, ha, that's God. So the first is, uh, and our mama smiled and rolled their eyes mm-hmm. and said, oh, my, my, my. Because mm. I think sometimes God looks at us and goes, oh, my, my, my. That's rolls, not really what I meant, but okay. Right. Rolls their eyes at us. And then it continues, and I'll still look at you like the stars that shine Mm -hmm. in the sky. Oh, my, my. You know, Mm -hmm. so even while God rolls their eyes at us, God still looks at us um, like we're the stars, right? And we'll talk a little bit more about that in our close of the episode. We're going to introduce something new Mm because it's a new season. So. Um, but we're going to dive right into the stories yes, then. Yes. So, uh, we're going to start at the beginning. Yes. You had the first one, I yeah. think. Yeah. So as we talked about in our intro episode, we're going to try and follow the order of the Old Testament with this. Mm-hmm. So clearly we're at debut. So we're looking at Genesis, which is the first book in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I think when we first started thinking about this project again for season two, much like with first season, all of a sudden it was like, oh, that song is this. Right, yeah. I thought this song was definitely explaining the creation story. Okay. So as we know, the creation is in the beginning and sort of the thing, one of the things that God's known for. Right. Really? God's yes. known as the creator of the known yes. universe? Yes. <laughs> and I think when you think of Taylor Swift in her debut era, there mm-hmm. is a song that is connected with that. Okay. And that's our song. All right. Because it's not only was it the surprise song on the heiress tour movie, mm-hmm. but I think it's, you know, when you think debut, you think our song, then of course also Tim McGraw and teardrops on my guitar. But I right. think our song is like the Taylor Swift song of that era. And also in our song, it talks about all of the things that reminds Taylor Mm-hmm. Of the boy she sang. Mm-hmm. You know, the slam of the screen door, the talking late at night, but really quietly, you know, the way he drives his truck and mm-hmm. the way, you know, he smells and she's, you know, just the roses that it's very storytellerish. Right. And I think the creation story, the first creation story. Yes. Is very storytellerish as well. It's, God created this and it was good. Right. God created this and it was good. Mm -hmm. God created this and it was good. We did this and it reminds me of our song. Right. We did this. It's our song. Nothing else on the radio Mm -hmm. sounds like us. 
except for all of these things that make us us. Right. So that's how I started with those. I heard our song and I kept going, mm, maybe. And then it just kept coming back like, no, there's a reason why. Yeah. This. So yeah, so I would say our song is our creation story. Okay. Because, you know, it's Taylor's creation story for her era. Right. And yeah. her creating something, yes. right? Out yeah. of her experiences mm-hmm. with this boy, right? They, yeah. I took a napkin and I wrote down the words to our song, right? Yeah. Yeah. I like, love that connection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love that the first creation story. It's uh, it's poetry mm-hmm. and it's beautiful. Yes. Um, and that's really how she writes as well, mm-hmm. is that she has such beautiful poetry. I know we talked about, you know, first season about that this is what she does, is she writes the poetry. She writes right. in her journals and, you know, this is her version of the creation story. Right. Yeah. It's the creation of this moment in time with this person. Right. Yeah. So. And so we've been mentioning the first creation story. Yes. Yes. Why is that? Right. So um, there are two different stories of creation. Mm -hmm. They often get like shoved together. Yes. Um, And some of that is the way the Bible was edited. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the first creation story is the first chapter through the first couple of verses of chapter two. Mm Mm-hmm. Then the next several chapters, chapter two, um, I think all the way, I mean, two and three are the beginnings of this other creation story, which is the story Mm -hmm. you may be familiar with, with Adam and Eve and Mm -hmm. Adam naming all the animals and Mm -hmm. the serpent and this moment of temptation and taking of the apple. And Mm -hmm. you, you have a good (laughs) song that goes along with that whole and it's moment. I, I mean, again, I'm usually come to it with a little bit of snark because yes, um, yes. I this you know this story as a as a woman and a woman in mm-hmm. ministry gets a little frustrating because Eve gets all the blame. Yep, Adam didn't tell her they weren't supposed to eat from the tree anyway. Uh, I think that <laughs> the song I picked for that moment is God's voice, mm-hmm. and it's uh, you should have said no. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. God saying to all of them, right? Mm-hmm. To Adam, to Eve, to the serpent, you should have said no, uh-huh. and you'd still have me. Yeah, yeah. Now the truth is, that's the lyric. Yes. You should have said no, and you'd still have me. Mm-hmm. The story of God and our human human relationship with God is that God doesn't actually abandon us mm-hmm. after um, we've done. Correct. This. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite retellings of this mm-hmm. creation narrative is from the Children of God Bible, yes. which was put together by Desmond Tutu. And the end of it, it's um, that God sighed, but God never left them. Mm-hmm. You know, they left the garden, but God never left them. Yeah. So, uh, and that story continues, right? Yeah. Yeah. But I have something to add for this. Oh, yeah, yeah. I also thought should have said no for this moment as well. Mm-hmm. But I thought of it as Eve saying it to Adam. Oh. Like, you could have said no to me offering when I offered you this apple. You, right. You, you could have said no. Yeah. There's nothing that said you couldn't. Right. So, like, I, yes, it's God talking to the two of them and the serpent. Mm-hmm. But I also see it, Eve going, come on now. You, you could have told me no. And you could have told me in the first place. Like, all of these things that would have happened. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I think that song has that whole moment. And what's amazing from Taylor's music is that it can be told in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Like you just put, could also be Adam to Eve with Eve saying no to the serpent or, you know, right. the serpent back to Eve and Adam, like you could have told me no. Well, and you, you know, know, so like it's, that's really neat. One of the things that's interesting is we talked about this song mm-hmm. at the birth of Jesus yes. and um, <laughs> Joseph saying to Mary, mm-hmm. you should have said no. Yeah. And for a lot of people, we understand Jesus as a new creation, right? Mm-hmm. So that tie really works. Yeah, I it, love does. It. It, I does. Love it. it does. It does. It does. Um, so the next part of the story is, um, basically, uh, humans continued, uh, downfall. Yeah. Yeah. We were a mess in the beginning. Were? I'm sorry. Um. Still are. This is why I have a little bit of snark. But, um, we get to a point where Adam and Eve are out of the garden. They have, Mm -hmm. they have children. Yes. They have, uh, two boys Mm-hmm. And because I always get this backwards, I'm going to get out our handy dandy Bible yes. uh, and actually, you know, look at it because it's useful that way. Yes. Um, and, but is the story of the dispute between their two sons. Mm-hmm. This takes place in Genesis 4 um, and it is the first crime. Mm-hmm. It's the first murder. Um. And Cain murders uh, Ad- Abel. Cain murders Abel, not Adam. No. And when this happens, um, God describes uh, Abel's blood as crying out to God from the ground mm-hmm. and that the ground is now cursed. Mm-hmm. And so I kept thinking of that as I listened to Perfectly Good Heart. Mm. How could you take this perfectly good thing yeah, and break it? Yeah. And so uh, I suppose that could also go with the moment in the garden. But Yeah, but definitely that's a Cain and Abel moment. Yeah. So yeah. They, they God saying to them, like, you took something and broke it. Oh, you took one of my beautiful creations. Mm-hmm. And yeah. broke it. So mm-hmm. uh, that was another tie. And, you know, so much of this album and many of our albums are about heartbreak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a part of what people try to work out in scripture is w- when things happen that are negative, mm-hmm. what's God's response to them? Yeah. Um, and generally for me, I think about God being heartbroken mm-hmm. um, in those moments. So I think that's the yeah. other reason for yeah. that tie. Yeah. And I think you find in the Old Testament a lot more of how God's feeling. Mm-hmm. We see a lot more of... God's reaction to the things that we as people are doing. And that's sort of how we can see that God is still the same God in the Old Testament and the New Testament, but it's just different. Well, and people's understanding of God yes, changes. has changed, mm-hmm. but definitely very much in the beginning, it almost seems like God is a person walking amongst them and right. just saying, why did you do this? You took something I created and you destroyed it. Right. And now because of that, your land is now cursed for mm-hmm. millennia. Right. You know, like not that long, but like a long time. You know, mm-hmm. it's he sets off a chain reaction. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, and you know, we have those moments of 
those conversations God has mm-hmm. with their people. Right. And the things that, you know, shows us that our, our actions do have consequences. Right. And I think for people in the time that this was written, mm-hmm. right, they're really trying to work out. We, we can look to science to understand why certain things. Yeah. Um, but the people then didn't have that understanding. Yeah. And so they look to divine, to God, um, mm-hmm. to try to make sense of the world. Yeah. And I think something else that I know I preach on a lot is we know how everything ends. Mm-hmm. We have the benefit of knowing what happens next. Right. Them back then did not. No. It was on a hope and a prayer. Mm-hmm that things were going to work out. Right. And that this prophet that they're talking about is going to come. Right. Well, and even at this point, it's, mm-hmm. uh, are we going to have enough food? Are we going to, right? Like, yeah. these are early people mm-hmm. who are, you know, struggling to, to figure out what it means to be people. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> very, very early. They, figuring out everything. Figuring right. out life. Yeah. Yeah. The next story that, we come to in scripture is one we both picked several songs to tell yes. us. So do you want to tell us, tell that story briefly? Yeah. So the next story that sort of happens is the flood mm-hmm. is um, God coming to Noah and saying, I'm going to make it rain mm-hmm. and not to make it rain. That's fun. But like the rain that is sad and depressing if you live in Ohio, you've you've known the sad, depressingness of the weather. Right. But imagine that for forty days and forty nights, and nonstop, with the intent to wipe out right everything creation. Yeah. Um. And so it's build an ark, mm-hmm. which then makes me think of not a Taylor Swift song, but God said to Noah to build him an arky arky. And this right, the story of the flood <laughs> is like. Children's songs, right? Yes, yes. It's a song, a a story that is. um, I mean, we had joked when we planned that "Perfectly Good Heart" Mm -hmm. could also go with the flood, right? Like, how could you, God? How could you do this to a perfectly good earth, right? Like, yeah. So my first song Mm -hmm. that I thought of was not so much Noah or God singing it Mm -hmm. or saying it. But more so the people that did not heed the warnings from God, from Noah, from Noah's family, from watching the animals walk onto this ark. And that's the outside. Mm. And really just because it's they're on the outside looking in and realizing, oh, we screwed up. Right, right. Oh, we maybe Noah wasn't as crazy as we Oops. thought he was, right? Huh? Oh wow, it's getting really wet, right? Like Ooh, the water is getting very high. Yes, they did not teach us how to swim, you know, like right. <laughs> oh no, there's no more food and no animals for us to kill to eat. Right. You, so to me, the first time I heard the outside, I was like. Aw, that's everyone else. It's not on the ark. <laughs> this shouldn't be so funny, but it is. But it is because 
like I said earlier, we know how this all ends, which then leads us to a beautiful song. Well, I want to go to the other one first, which is my song about God coming into this is uh, Picture to Burn. Yeah. I mean, it is a beautiful song, but not the beautiful song I was thinking. No, no, you weren't. Uh, You know, as as I was listening to it, I was like, oh just another picture to burn like oh uh-huh you're just another planet to flood like <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, for this moment right god is saying i gotta start over i gotta start mm-hmm. from scratch i some things didn't go the way i hoped they would let's hope the second draft is better That's right right <laughs> um i mean we've done that with recordings right um, yes yes <clears throat> copy paste right you know, control v yes <laughs> And like, oh, that didn't work. We're just going to start over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you want to delete? Yes. Yes. Yes, we do. <laughs> and, you know, the, the the flood is such a dramatic story. It's mm-hmm. one that for so many people is abundantly complex, right? Because yeah. it gets positioned as a children's story. Yeah. But God destroys the world. Mm-hmm. How is, anyway. Because I know. the children's story comes mm-hmm. after the ark. I guess. I mean, the I mean the animals two by two piece. Um, uh-huh. But we lose the unicorns and you so know sad. The other mythical creatures, right? The dragons, who really could have flown over the anyway. <laughs> um, that's another album when we talk about fighting dragons. That's true. That's true. I'm jumping ahead, uh, but I, picture to burn for me really is one, right? Mm-hmm. It is that like yes. scorched earth, like. Yeah. I'm done. Yep. Done, done, done. Yep. And I think God did feel that way, right? Like mm-hmm. people had gone so far from from who God had hoped we would be. Um, yeah. Our behavior was so abhorrent. I mean, Cain yes. kills a right? Like we have yeah. the brothers who kill each other. We have the, the there's earth. There's so much there's, destruction. Right. And and that's covered in a very short couple of chapters. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Genesis, but it's there. Uh, But the reason, right, it gets played as a children's story is the end, Mm -hmm. where God makes a covenant with the people to never Mm -hmm. flood the world again and places in the sky the bow Mm -hmm. or the rainbow. Mm -hmm. And so this is the beautiful song you were thinking of. Yes, yes. Uh, When I was listening to the album last week, as I listened to Tim McGraw, mm. which is decidedly not my favorite song on this no. album. No. Um, but she's talking about, I hope when you hear Tim McGraw, you think of me, mm-hmm. right? Um, and one of the things that God says with the rainbow is, I hope that this is a lasting reminder of the covenant that I've made with you, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So that idea of something reminding us of... Yeah. A person or of God is, you know, Tim McGraw echoes that. So Yeah, yeah, definitely. That was uh one of the ones that I, you know, felt mm-hmm. pretty excited about. And when it hit me, I went, yes. Oh my gosh, Tim McGraw's the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I do whenever I see a rainbow, I go back to thinking about that covenant God made mm-hmm. with us. Is right. That, you know, I'm like, Oh okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to complain about the rain too much this time. Right. Because at least there's a rainbow. Right. Yeah. yeah. And remembering that, you know, God did make this promise to mm-hmm. us. And um, 
that God wouldn't destroy the world again and that God would try instead to fix it, Mm -hmm. to um, help it improve and be better. And God continues to do that um, for me. He, God comes to Noah and says, Hey, I need your help. I need you to do this thing. Mm -hmm. And then throughout the rest of scripture until Jesus, God Mm -hmm. continues to invite people into the story and into the action of um, making the world closer Mm -hmm. to what God hopes it will be. Yes. One of those people Mm -hmm. after Noah is Abram. Yeah. Um, Abram is a fascinating story. His, his story and the story of his descendants um, is basically where we go from here. Everything from here on is Abram. Is Abram's story. Stems from Abram. Right. And there's a moment in the story with Abram Mm -hmm. where he is told to leave his father's house and go to a new place. Mm -hmm. Um, Y'all, that didn't happen then. Yeah. That wasn't a thing, right? Mm -hmm. Like, individuals stayed in their family grouping, in their tribe, in their clan, whatever language. Mm -hmm. Um, they wouldn't go to a new place and no. start a new thing. Mm-hmm. And God asks Abram to do that. Mm-hmm. And so I thought about your personal verse song, yeah. right, for that, which is the place in this world. Yes, which I think is also just a beautiful song for everyone that is told that they need to leave mm-hmm. their families. Mm-hmm. Because you find that a lot in the Old Testament is, right. you need to go and do this but you need to leave your comfort of home. Right. You need to leave what you are used to, what you know, mm-hmm. and go and make your place somewhere else. Right. Because, oh, you don't even know what's coming. Right. Because I think one of my favorite things with Abram is when he's sort of doubting God and God just goes, you know, your ancestors are going to outnumber the stars mm-hmm. in the sky. And it's just like, to, because... Abram and his wife couldn't have kids. And then it was like, right. but what What do you mean this is going to mm-hmm. happen? Like, so leave and you are just, there is so much coming. Right. So and much. S- and so much you don't know. Right? Yes. And I think God inviting Abram in mm-hmm. is amazing. And it leads to everything else that comes, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, even we, even in the story of Jesus, you yeah. find, and in other parts of the New Testament, where they're calling back to Abram, and this mm-hmm. is Abram's foundation. Yes. Abram is considered the um, foundation of three of the world's largest religions, yeah. right? Um, Christianity, Judaism, and uh, Islam. Yeah. And... Um, and that comes out of a woman named Hagar who has Abram's child, mm-hmm. uh, who we'll talk a little bit more about, I think, in a future season. Yeah. Uh, so we've got plans, friends. Just yes. like God had plans for yes. Abram's. Yes. We have plans for you. So, and us. And us, right? <laughs> so and many plans. So many plans. So we talked a lot in the first season about track five. And uh, this is going to make sense as a transition in a moment, friends. But um, Megan, what's track five? Okay. So track five, it happens on every single one of her albums. It has a very specific meaning. It's usually the most emotional tearjerker 
It's a vulnerable song. It usually is sad and a heartwarming story that's, or heart-wrenching rather, not heartwarming story about Taylor's past, usually about one of her relationships or emotions or anxiety in life. Okay. And we see a lot of that on future um, albums and episodes. Episodes is where I was going, but we do see that in future uh, albums. And so last season we tried to figure out what Jesus' story Mm -hmm. went with the track. And I think how we're going to look at track five for the eras of God mm-hmm. is, is there a chapter? Is there a verse? Is there a book? Is there an Old Testament person that goes with this? Or how is God relating to this song with everything that's mm-hmm. going on? Right. So we're sort of giving ourselves a little bit more liberty yeah. on yeah. this because we have a lot more to work with. Right. You know, which is wonderful, but I can also see us going down rabbit holes at times. Never. Not us. Never. No. Um, so the track five from Taylor Swift from debut is Cold As You. Mm. And as we were talking about this and you said, oh, I don't think we can get to this story. And then you said the song that went along with the mm-hmm. story. And I was like, Paige... That's our track. That's five. our track five, <laughs> and the story that goes with it is completely a track five story, right? It is. It's a it's a a story of immense change, of mm-hmm. deep emotion, and probably like some of the track fives, it's deeply misunderstood. Yes, right. Yeah. And uh, this is a part of Abram's journey, mm-hmm. and Abram and his family uh, end up in these two cities uh, called Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm-hmm. And in those cities, uh, some really bad stuff happens to Abram and the fam and yeah. to, to child, the women mm-hmm. in particular. Um, and uh, God destroys the cities. Mm-hmm. When I think about God's ability to destroy, mm-hmm. God's willingness mm-hmm. to destroy. Yeah. Uh, I've never been anywhere as cold as you, right? Yeah. Like, when we think about God in the Old Testament, it's so easy to say God is vengeful, mm-hmm. vicious. Yes. Um, heartless. It, heartless, right. Yeah. And cold as you captures that. And mm-hmm. Sodom and Gomorrah is a story, again, that it's in Genesis chapter 19, mm-hmm. and it is deeply misunderstood and honestly misused. Yeah. And we can't talk about this without going there, right? No. Yeah. In uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, um, Abram's daughters, I think I'm going to get this right, um, are uh, raped by the men mm-hmm. of Sodom and Gomorrah. And I think the sons. All right, now I gotta go back to the trusty Bible. Yes. Um, in Genesis chapter nineteen, this is not a story that we preach. This is not no. a story that we talk about. But it's a story that a lot of people know, right? And a lot of people reference it for any mm. way to hurt people, right? So it is. Um, it's not the girls that are harmed, as I recall now. Um, believe that it is the men 
because they wouldn't give them the girls, mm. I believe. Um, take your wife. <laughs> but God tells Abram and his family to leave. And, oh, yes, that's what it is. Abram um, offers his daughters, I believe, which is pretty gross. It's kind of a gross story. Yeah. But a lot of people think, suggest, that Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed because it leads to men having intimate relationships with men. Mm -hmm. Absolutely not. Yeah. Sodom and Gomorrah are destroyed because they are unhospitable. They are not welcoming to the stranger. Mm -hmm. um, because two angels come to Sodom and they are not welcomed or cared for by mm -hmm. the people of Sodom and Gomorrah. Yeah. That is why God destroys that city. And not for any other reason. Yeah. I have strong feelings about this. Mm-hmm. It's why we should be welcoming, because God can destroy us if we're not. Well, and we destroy other people when we don't welcome them and love them and care for them. What? I know. Crazy talk. I know. And, you know, for me, this also kind of uh, leans into the other verse that we picked out. Yes. So we yes. each were challenged to pick out a oh, verse a challenge. <laughs> that describes God in this era mm -hmm. and I didn't pick one from cold as you I probably could have but instead uh -huh. I went back to the other uh song it picture to burn <laughs> and uh and maybe it ties perfectly with Sodom and Gomorrah I think right? it does like I, yep, uh, it does <laughs> and for me the line is my daddy's gonna show you how sorry you'll be mm -hmm. because here's here's God God vengeful right yep. like yep. so that Our was father. That was mine, uh, and it ties to this, right? Cold as you, and some of, you know, God is pretty vicious. Mm -hmm. God is given credit. Let me phrase that differently. God yes. is given credit for a lot of terrible things. Yes, yes. God doesn't necessarily do them or cause them, but people trying to understand God at the time. Blame God. Blame, give God, or give God credit. Either yes. way. Yes, right? yes, yes. Yeah. Um, for those terrible things mm -hmm. happening. Yeah. Um, so now that we've been uh, sufficiently vengeful, vengeful, um, little reputationist, right? <laughs> Maybe we should. Anyway, um, you had something a little more positive in I your verse. Just a little bit different. But are we also surprised right. that I went completely different from you? Which I think is wonderful. Right. Because I think if we looked at this the same way, our listeners and our watchers would not enjoy this nearly as no, much. No, no. If it was, you know, just, yep, mm-hmm. I'm there, yeah. Yeah. So I took it as, as the people of Genesis are still trying to figure out God. And God mm. keeps going, I, I'm showing you these things. Just look at this. Look at all that I've created for you. Why aren't you understanding? Okay, we're going to start from scratch and we're going to try this again. Okay, you're still not understanding. Oh, oh, okay. We're just gonna we're just gonna keep trying. So, I thought of the song "Invisible." Okay, and specifically, it's the chorus, I believe. And you just see right through me. But if you only knew me, we could be a beautiful miracle, unbelievable, instead of just invisible. Mm. And I think that's God telling their people like. 
no, stop looking through me. Look right. at all the things we can do together. We can be a part of this beautiful miracle, something unbelievable. Mm -hmm. But you keep looking right through me. You right. keep looking through all of the things that I'm putting in front of you. Right. Look at this beautiful garden I created for you, Adam and Eve. Mm -hmm. Look at this beautiful place. But you don't see how beautiful and wonderful this is. Right. So I'm invisible right now. Okay, Noah's going to put everybody on the ark, but what do you mean no one's understanding? Right. What do you mean I had to wipe out all of creation? Mm -hmm. What do you mean I had to wipe out two cities because you didn't welcome in my people? Right. Y'all just, just look at the bigger picture. Right. So I think that's really like invisible is God just going, come on, guys. Yeah. Like it's right there in front of you. Right. You know, and like, and I keep going back to that. We could be beautiful, miracle, unbelievable. Yeah. I love that. I think, yeah. I think that's a really beautiful way to think about it, this idea. We do yeah. often not give God credit for the good things yes. as much as we blame God for the bad mm -hmm. things. Right. Yeah. Um, and so I love that we get that we as people get that wrong and how mm -hmm. this describes that. That's brilliant. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Thanks. I love it. Yeah. So on our first season, uh -huh. we shared with you guys references that Taylor makes to God in her music. Mm -hmm. And would you believe it? We missed one. Did we really? We did. I, I we talked a lot. Um, when we did debut last time about our song. Yes. And yes. Um, the praying, the way that prayer mm -hmm. was. Um, and even her reference, the, her thanking God yes. in the liner notes mm -hmm. on the uh, album. Well, there is a God reference in Tim McGraw. What? I know. How did we miss it? I, because Probably because it's the first song on the album. Right? <laughs> so in Tim McGraw, right, she's uh, writing. To me, I think of it as like a summer camp boyfriend. Yeah. Um, something like that, right? Uh, and she has, there's a, in, I think it's the second or third verse where she says, um, in September, I was so sad, basically. Yeah. Uh, that you weren't here. And I thank God that you didn't see me that way. Yes. And we just completely missed it the first time around. And I'm sure that's not the only one. No. So, again, we find her very thankful, thanking God even for something yeah. negative. Yeah. And finding sort of that the, the silver lining, as it yes. were, yes, in that. Yes, oh, thank God you didn't see me sad and depressed and just not my best right right yeah which probably helps her have a different response to the the boy she writes about tim mcgraw than picture to burn yeah right yeah. like i love that they're next to each other in the album because mm -hmm. there's such different responses yeah and in both she talks about a pickup truck yeah so they're probably the same guy I, exactly mm -hmm. and i love that well it's and different. also the pickup truck from our song our song yeah wow so Maybe they're all the, who knows? They probably are all connected. I mean, also where she was living, there were probably a lot more pickup trucks. Mm -hmm. than yeah. Maybe we see regularly. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so that was a reference we missed. But again, we find mm -hmm. that sort of young um, faith that, that she has mm -hmm. at the time. And that's quite okay. She's mm -hmm. 17. We had young yeah. faith when we were 17. Yeah. When we're first starting out, figuring all this out, mm -hmm. we're just like, oh, thank God they didn't see me today. Right. Or, oh, thank God I didn't waste this outfit on them. 
whatever it is. Yeah. Oh, trust me, I still have that. I love it. Now it's like, oh, good, I didn't waste this outfit. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I hope that you all had fun re-listening to debut, yes. and uh, we've got one other thing to introduce, but we're going to go over what's coming next. Where do we go yes. from here? So next is Fearless Taylor's version. Yay! And that will go along with our new release schedule. So this was, hopefully, if everything works out, released on February 7th, yep. which means two weeks after this, which I believe is the 21st, mm-hmm. um, Fearless will come out. And um, so that's how we'll sort of be doing this. So every two weeks you will have a new album and a new deep dive into God in the Old Testament. Right. And we'll uh, let you know in the week before Mm -hmm. uh, if you want to do any Bible reading, if you're looking for references ahead of time, uh, where we land as we re-listen to that album. I expect we'll still be, there's some stories in Genesis and then Mm -hmm. um, the second book of the Bible is Exodus. So I expect we'll be in those two. But uh, as we listen again, we'll... Uh, share that yeah and as always we're gonna have a Sunday question for Mm -hmm. you that will follow this episode so we'll have one Sunday with your Sunday question and then the other Sunday will be what to read or Mm -hmm. sort of you know what to look at so your Sunday question again will be what debut song um, or story rather would you put in this Mm -hmm. what story when you think of Taylor Swift debut do you think goes along with God mm-hmm. and the beginning of everything. Yeah. Um, is there some a different story you'd put with mm-hmm. our track five? And do you have the um, line on debut that describes your understanding of God, or is there a verse that describes God in their debut era? So we're going a little bit deeper with the questions yeah. this season because we are – you know, you've already spent a season with us, mm-hmm. so we're just going to go a little bit deeper. Well, and when you listen to the music again and again mm-hmm. and again, you find more things, right? Yes. We missed yes. the Tim McGraw God reference mm-hmm. the first time. Uh, yeah. So the other thing that we are going to introduce this season is yes. acknowledging Taylor's ability as a writer. Mm-hmm. She is uh, writes beautiful lyrics, which are poetry, mm-hmm. right? Well... You may know this. There is an entire book of the Bible that's poetry. Yes, yes. Um, and there's lots of other poetry in Scripture, mm-hmm. Genesis 1, for example. Yeah. But we are going to um, make some connections for you between uh, some Taylor Swift lyrics and yes. a psalm. Yes. And so this is our Swift psalm of the day. Uh, and so Megan's got our lyrics. What song are we Yes. In? So we are in Stay Beautiful, and it's specifically the chorus and the chorus says you're beautiful every little piece love don't you know you're really gonna be someone ask anyone and when you find everything you've looked for i hope your love leads you back to my door oh but if it don't stay beautiful and in scripture we turn to psalm 8 beginning at verse 3 when i look at your heavens the work of your hands the moon and the stars that you have established. What are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God and crowned them with glory and honor. 
You've given them dominion over the work of your hands, and you have put all things under their feet. So go in peace. Have a wonderful week, and we will see you next time with Fearless Taylor's version. Stay beautiful, friends. God bless. <laughs>